We have a date. 2026 World Cup host cities will be revealed on June 16, and we'll see which cities will have will stand a chance to host World Cup games. And also, we'll talk about Carlos Bella Novella. What's happening with Carlos Bella? Is he staying in LAFC? Is he uh, renewing contract or is he leaving to Spain? We'll talk about this in Footbox USA. You are listening to Footbox USA. An exclusive podcast from Footbox. The World Cup is coming to the US, Mexico, and Canada, but that's only until 2026. We'll talk about uh, which host cities are the candidates, but FIFA just announced that uh, 16th of June, they will officially announce who will be those host cities. We're going to discuss about this, also about Carlitos Vela, about his uh, contract and if he's coming, staying in LAFC, going somewhere else. With Patrick Mihan, my name is Diego Arrioja. This is Footbox USA. Patrick, let's talk about World Cup 2026. So uh, FIFA just announced that you, you know, in a few days, I would say uh, in a couple, almost three weeks, we'll know who are the host cities uh, for 2026 World Cup. Uh, are you excited for for this date? And also, which uh, host cities have? Uh, an advantage or would be potentially getting this spot for the World Cup? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for sure. I think it's um, for the younger people in this area of the world, it's our time to to be able to see a World Cup from 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 close. It's going to be the... I'm glad, I'm glad you said we. Yeah, yeah. So we're young. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be an exciting one. Three different countries. Um, there are a lot of candidates to get the state, the the, the yeah, the rights to play games in their city. Uh, there hasn't been an official number on how many cities cities will will the U.S. will end up getting. Uh, it's in the range of, uh, uh, according to some reports, it's in the range of 10, 11. So, uh, with Mexico holding three, Canada holding three, and then. Uh, the 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 US 10 11 so there's some potential big potential candidates only LA themselves have two with the Rose Bowl and the SoFi Stadium I think uh, in the recent years and from here to 2026 we'll, we'll get a better sense of what cities really represent uh, US soccer and not not because US soccer is going to be playing in those stadiums just because you want to give the people that are visiting that city the the best day possible, and they get to know exactly where U.S. soccer and the MLS uh, does their thing. You know. Yeah. So, 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 Patrick, let's do this. Let's go over the 22 cities that are still under consideration. Uh, you know, 16 of them, as you mentioned, they're in the U.S., and then the rest in Mexico and Canada. But actually, Vancouver was just officially added to that list of cities, right? So let's go one by one and see which one has a chance. So the current cities under consideration is Atlanta. So Atlanta, what do you think about Atlanta uh, picks? Yeah, yeah, they, stadium, they definitely right? have to be, yeah, they definitely have to have a game for sure. Agreed. Or not a game, but a few games. Agreed. That's a magnificent, magnificent stadium, uh, billion-dollar stadium. So yeah, hopefully the Mercedes-Benz Arena. It, it's it's considered there. Then we have Boston. I think Boston because of where it's located. But the stadium is not that. Uh, I would say Gillette Stadium is not that uh, new, right? No, yeah, it's and it's uh, not a soccer-specific stadium. The Atlanta one isn't either, but it's a newer, more, more, uh, more uh, technolo 
technology-wise, it's friendlier. Uh, Atlanta United has shown the passion of, of soccer fans in that city, and it's something that the New England Revolution doesn't really have. Talking about soccer stadium, Cincinnati, a new, I would say, a recently recent franchise, right, in the MLS. Do you think Cincinnati would be a, a good host? Yeah, I think so. Especially that city is a very soccer passionate city. So Cincinnati, I think it's also a good op option to have uh, for consideration. I would say that would be one of the underdogs, right, Patrick, uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, but I agree, it's a new stadium, good fans. The one, the next one, I think it's a no brainer. It's Dallas, I think because of the stadium, right? The AT&T Stadium. Uh, also, it's a massive uh, soccer community in Texas. So I think Dallas, it's pretty much a given, right? For this stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Dallas has to have obviously games. I would say even like Houston can be taken out of the consideration and just have games in Dallas just because of the stadium, how big it is. Uh, we've all seen it, seen soccer games in that stadium, especially with Mexico playing in them. So yeah, it's definitely the one to go uh, for Texas. Yeah, so covering, I agree with Houston, between NRG and the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, I, I, I take Dallas for sure. Then I'm, I'll, I'll keep covering the US cities and then we'll go over the Canadian and Mexican cities. But Denver, I think Denver is it's an interesting one, right? I think location-wise, it's it's definitely a, a key city, uh, but also, I don't know if they're gonna get a, a shot, right? Denver. Yeah, I agree with you. It depends on Location is definitely key for that. I think it just depends on uh, how they schedule the games, when the groups, even when the group stages are done, it, it'll be easier, but I know they're going to announce them soon. So if they do end up choosing Denver just because of the location, they'll have to do some great planning up in FIFA. Then talking about those, uh, I would say cities in the middle of the US, we have Kansas City, uh, another, I would say location-wise important city to have, but then uh, in terms of commuting, uh, it would be also, I would say, if it's not on the west or east coast, it could be a potentially challenging, right? Yeah, and it's not the most exciting city to visit or to be in uh, if you're, you know, coming from all over the world. The stadium is huge. Arrowhead Stadium obviously is a big one. They have a sports community. Uh, don't know about the soccer community and how, you know, how big it can be. Obviously, we have a sporting KC, but uh, it doesn't really, maybe can be like an underdog just because of the city and how not so popular it is to people all around the world. I don't think it'll be chosen. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's, it's going to be hard for them to get it. I think uh, now the next ones, I think also they're already a given. LA is going to have regardless, right? You, you, you just said, Patrick, there's two, two stadiums actually there, right? So LA will have uh, either Bank of California or the Rose Bowl, for sure. We have New York, New Jersey. Obviously, those two big cities will have, will be hosting, right? Yeah, for sure. I think, and and for 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 LA, the SoFi Stadium and the Rose Bowl definitely have to be there, both of them. Uh, New York also, just because it's New York. So that's already four stadiums, but two cities only. Yeah, and you're right, SoFi Stadium. And then, in terms of, I would say the question, the, Philly, Philadelphia, same as Boston. It's a, uh, you know, I would say, yeah, uh, big city on the East Coast, but also close to close to New York in theory. But I, I think that would be also a, a question mark, right, in Philly? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's definitely a question mark. Uh, it's too close to New York, like you said. Uh, maybe 
they want to space the cities out a little bit more. I'm not sure how they want to do it. So yeah, question mark for that one too. And then, so a question now, uh, follow-up question with Philly, right? We have also Washington DC, Baltimore as part of the Cadet cities. Then the question comes, okay, you have New York basically, uh, but then we have Boston, Philly, DC, Baltimore. Which one you, would you pick besides New York? Um, probably DC because it's the capital. I feel like the capital of mm -hmm. every country has to be in consideration for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. And then on this side of uh, the equation, the West uh, West Coast, the best coast, we have, I would say Seattle, uh, as you were saying, uh, talking about us, uh, a city that breeds soccer, uh, Seattle is one of them. I think the the only um, difficult scenario is that they, they're competing in San Francisco to me. Like that's like a direct competition, right? It, obviously, I would love to see Seattle to, uh, host uh, uh, World Cup matches, but San Francisco in theory is close, right? So I don't know if they have to pick between SF and Seattle. And based on just population, I think they would go with, with SF versus Seattle. Yeah, I think if if it's something that they have to choose one over the other one, uh, San Francisco will probably win it just because of the, you know, uh, a bigger city worldwide, the tech club there, Levi Stadium is huge. Even though, like you said, Lumen Field and Seattle, obviously it's soccer mainly. So uh, it's a complicated one. It, it just depends on the way they want to take it. Uh, I think money-wise, they'll get more money in San Francisco. So they'll probably choose that one if it has to come down to a boat. Yeah, and then you have also Vancouver, right? If if, if they if Canada picks Vancouver, then I think Seattle doesn't have a chance, right? If you have Vancouver and then SF. But fingers crossed, I'm rooting for Seattle. I was actually part of the, when they presented the, the whole city here at Lumen Field. And um, it was just amazing to see the plan. They're actually building the new training grounds for the Seattle Sounders. Uh, they're gonna actually uh, convert the the turf into grass if they're you know if they're selected. Even the Seahawks, they're already in talks, uh, Patrick, that they would actually play in in natural grass. That would be like a you know something uh, really interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, I, Garth Lagerwey, the GM for the Sounders, he's really excited. Oh, actually, in the Concacaf Champions League final, um, they also presented and uh, again uh, as Seattle one of the host cities and they they were also pressuring FIFA like hey we are here we're hosting a final for CONCACAF and you know please look at us because we could be great hosts so so we'll see what happens with Seattle uh, but from um, from Mexico uh, Patrick and you go to that stadium I know as a Rayados fan uh, you have Monterrey uh, Guadalajara and Mexico City I think those are the three cities that are gonna stay right with, with Mexico there's no no other way to see it yeah those those three stadiums is the Estadio Acron the Estadio Azteca and the Estadio BBVA have to be the three stadiums for Mexico and I think that's Which is your the way it's gonna be so yeah I think it's pretty simple for Mexico <laughs> yeah for sure. I know you say that <laughs> no I haven't, I haven't oh, been there but the it's amazing and I know uh, you told me also that it's <laughs> a magnificent magnificent <laughs> stadium um, and yeah for Canada as we mentioned yeah. Vancouver then we have Toronto Toronto yeah. most likely will be a host because it's the biggest city in Canada uh, so so yeah there you have it so and Edmonton by the way in the I would say uh countryside of Canada, but that could be also a, a big, uh, most likely a host. So they, also location wise for Canada makes sense to have Edmonton as a host during the summer. 
so there you have it so we'll know in a few weeks uh but uh but yeah i think uh, it's gonna be interesting exciting to see obviously the amount of games uh as patrick was covering at the beginning of the po podcast it's most of the the games will be played in the us and then mexico and canada will have i believe 10 games right patrick correct me if i'm wrong it's 10 games correct yes yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. okay yes. so yeah we'll see what happens so now let's move on to the next topic and we're going to talk about carlitos vela Kraklitos, uh, what's going to happen with his current contract if he's staying at LAFC uh, or if he's going somewhere else? Uh, he actually uh, just broke a record this week uh, with a um, hundred goals, I would say, between assists and goals scored in the MLS. And he's the third player with Robbie Keane. And uh, who's the other one, Patrick? If, if I, I miss the other. Um, yeah, you cut me off. Jovinko, about. right? <laughs> Jovinko. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So it's Sebastian Jovinko, Robbie Keane, and then you have Carlos Vela in that same uh, top three of players who are who managed to, uh, you know, participate in 100 goals, scoring and also assisting in the MLS in 96 games. So it's pretty impressive for Carlos Vela. Okay. The question is, Carlos Vela is is he staying or he is he? leaving the LAFC. Well, Carlos Vela himself said says that the negotiations with the club are going a little bit better. Uh, if it's in his hands, that he definitely would, would stay because he wants to help the team win a trophy. Now, uh, we remember at the start of the season where everybody was speculating about this being his final season. I think if he does win a, a trophy, he will definitely leave. And I think if he does not win a trophy he's out i think that's the way it's going to be everything will be played out or, or we'll wait until the end of the season for him to make a decision on what he wants to do like we've always said he's a guy that likes to create his own path and his own decisions at his own time so i think this is going to be a uh, long um rumors um transfer transfer rumors transfer uh, negotiations, contract negotiations, and it's going to be a, a little bit of a novela. <laughs> novela. And this is what Carlos Vela said after the game against Austin FC. No, vamos avanzando. Como dije antes, al final son deportes que hasta que no se firma el contrato todo puede pasar, todo puede cambiar. Siempre puede haber diferentes cosas que afecten lo que va más o menos bien. Pero como dije, de mi parte, yo estoy haciendo un esfuerzo para poder seguir aquí. Estoy encantado de jugar en Los Ángeles, en este estadio, con estos fans. Disfrutar de este equipo y poder darle un título a este equipo es algo que me motiva mucho. There you have it. So that's Carlos Vela. So... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, and it actually rhymes, uh, Patrick, uh, La Novela de Carlos Vela. So we'll see we'll see what's going to happen next. But yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of rumors. Um, I think he's, he's really comfortable, but we, we know Carlos Vela, right? Like uh, he likes to make his own, own you know, decisions. And you, you, you know, sometimes you're surprised, right? Same with what happened. We, he was in Real Sociedad and eventually he moved on to, to MLS. So I think with Carlos Vela, we can always expect was best for him not for for soccer right or what we expect from him. yeah for sure i think uh he's definitely a guy that looks out for his for him and for his own good his family's good he wanted to go back to spain i remember that rumor was going around so we'll, we'll i think like i said i think this will come down to the end of the season if he wins a trophy whether it's the community shield the us open cup which they're still there the mls cup uh, any of those i think will be enough 
I think his 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 status as a legend, not only of LAFC, but in the MLS is already cemented. Obviously, you want to top it off with a trophy, but he's that good that he's already, uh, you know, in the hearts of LAFC fans forever. Yeah, and we deserve Carlos Vela here in the MLS, so we hope he stays in LAFC. Please follow us on all the platforms. So, Football USA, Patrick, thanks again, and tune in the next time. Thanks for listening to Footbox USA, an exclusive podcast from Footbox.